Good afternoon and welcome to the election eve edition of the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Uh, it's, it's just like Christmas Eve, isn't it? Big day tomorrow and we'll be getting to all that ahead. And as a result, we're joined, of course, by the uh, uh, first and foremost, Jeremy Schrand, the Marketing Communications Director for the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, who's uh, been putting this fine podcast together for low these many years. How are we doing on this election eve, Jeremy? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. And, and you got it. You have a, another uh, special interview for us today. Why don't you tell us about who that who that interview is? Yes. Yeah, so coming up in just a little bit, we're going to be talking with Scioto Services, which is uh, it, it's a really interesting story at, at its core. It cleans things. It's a company that cleans things, which is amazing, especially right now. Um, but why it's a member of the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, considering it is a national organization with its local headquarters in Sharonville and what it can do for folks who are of coming back into work all of that we're going to cover here in the next couple of uh minutes so uh that's coming your way in just a little bit but uh, as always jeremy we want to thank the uh, cvg our number one title sponsor for doing all the great stuff for us and making sure that all this information gets out to the masses so thank you cvg for that and thank you guys for watching and listening and speaking of special guest jeremy yeah and of course the vice president of public affairs and communications for the northern kentucky chamber uh, Kristen Baldwin, you've been telling us about this election for, what, five, six weeks now, and here we are on the cusp of it. It is a big, big day coming our way tomorrow. Let's do it. Election day is tomorrow. Last last day. Today is the last day of early voting, and tomorrow is the traditional election day. Okay, let's start first and foremost. For people who have, uh, let's say, absentee ballots, mm -hmm. if they put this off until the last minute, you know we all do it, what do they do with those ballots as of tomorrow? So if you have an absentee ballot, you need to return it to a drop box. You can do one of two things, a drop box location, which again, you can find on our votenky.com website to figure out where those locations are throughout your counties, or you can put it in the mail. The thing you cannot do, let's stress this one, you cannot show up to a polling location tomorrow and hand it into a poll worker. They are not able to accept it. So if you show up to a polling location, try to turn it in there, you cannot do that. When you have to physically put it into a, um, a registered Dropbox location or turn it into the mail so it can get postmarked by the end of day tomorrow. And I saw the Secretary of State was uh, back up here again today. What, what was he in town for? Trying to help people to get out to vote. So it's the uh, last thing to do. He's just trying to do a little bit of earned media up here in Northern Kentucky. And so he was in Kenton County this morning doing a little bit of his own electioning just to remind everybody to get out to vote tomorrow. Uh, let's talk about tomorrow, and not only tomorrow, but um, as you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, basically every day is election day over these last several weeks. Mm -hmm. um, what does turnout look like as we approach election day tomorrow? So it's very exciting. Turnout is looking really, really good. Um, we're probably about in the mid-30s, both in Boone, Kenton, and Campbell County. We're seeing that Democrats have voted earlier in much stronger numbers than Republicans have. That's not unique. We're seeing that across the country. Um, we're probably going to see a lot more Republicans are going to be out tomorrow that will be voting in person um, doing that. But we've seen a lot of people that have already returned all of their absentee ballots. We're seeing, you know, that um, about 24,000 had been requested in Kenton County. About 21,000 have been requested, or CP had already been returned in Kenton. So that's pretty good as well. But um, just for just for reference, um, four years ago, turnout in Boone, Kenton, and Campbell was in the high 50s. Um, mm -hmm. We are expecting turnout to be Kenton County is expecting an 80% turnout. I don't think we're going to get to 80% by the end of day tomorrow. But we're probably expecting probably that low 70 mark. So again, when you're looking at the difference here, we were in the high 50s. If we can go to you know the low 70s, high 60s, that's a huge improvement over four years. And uh, you know this has been all over national news. People are worried about when 
the results are going to come in? Like, is it going to take weeks? Is it going to take months? Like, when are we going to know? What, what's it going to be like in Kentucky? So great question, Jeremy. Kentucky is a little bit different than the rest of the country. Um, we can go ahead and count our votes early. So for example, you can go ahead and count your um, absentee ballots. So all those 21,000 ballots that I mentioned that Kent County had been receiving over the last couple of weeks now, they've already processed those. By law, you can't release the data results of those until the polls have closed at 6 p.m. tomorrow, but we should already have a pretty good percentage. I would say probably about 80% of the results will be in by um, evening. You'll just have those outstanding absentee ballots that haven't been counted. But again, so people have voted in person. They already have those numbers. They've already been collecting those absentee ballot numbers. So we should have a pretty good handle of where things are by the end of day tomorrow. I, we've been talking about this for so long. You feel like everybody knows it. But uh, there are people who are going to wake up tomorrow, Kristen, and go, oh, I got to vote. Where do I go? And that's a really important point because not everybody's going to go to the same places that they have always gone. Right. So again, depends on where your county is, where you're located. So Boone County, they're doing 10 super centers across the county. So most of them will all be at schools, whether it be high schools or middle schools um, across the region, across Boone County. Kenton County will pretty pretty much the same. Um, they're limiting, I think they're down to about 20 locations, polling locations spread throughout the entire county. Campbell County will be very, very similar. They're going to have all but six of their various, of their traditional locations. So again, it depends on how the clerk is going about this one. Actually, you have two chamber um, staff who are going to be working in the polls tomorrow. Our very own um, Sherry and Courtney will be at the polls in both Kenton and Campbell County. Uh, the chamber allows them to work those day, work the entire day. They get paid for that. They don't have to take PTO. They don't do anything else. That's one of the things that the chamber has allowed for any staff. If they want to work the polls on election day, they can and don't have to take any PTO or time off for that. Now, this is a this is a little bit more of a fun question, but uh, yeah, you know, I, when I was a kid, I remember. We we would go to like restaurants and stuff on election day and they'd like paper up the all the alcohol behind the bar because you weren't allowed to drink on election day but this law has changed hasn't it, it <laughs> and has. this might be the year that we really really need a drink oh, yeah. on if election you remember day back in the days when the polls used to be open in the state of kentucky you weren't allowed to sell alcohol so between 6 a.m and 6 p.m on that first tuesday after the first monday in, in kentucky you couldn't sell alcohol on election day and it was always this big big problem and so um former state representative arnold simpson from covington thought that was a horrible law, and he worked and worked and worked for numerous years in the Kentucky State Legislature. Uh, before he retired, he finally got that bill passed. So great news, Kentuckians. You can definitely um, purchase a, a drink on Election Day anytime. Well, we, we appreciate Arnold Simpson for many things, but that specifically, maybe. Yeah, yes. and I, I just can't wait for the political ads to be over and the phone calls and the Ooh, emails. Yeah, and the phone calls. And text messages. Yeah. All right. Well, Kristen, thank you so much. We appreciate okay. it. And uh, I would be remiss if I did not point out that tomorrow all night long, I will be live with the Inquirer on Facebook Live every 30 minutes uh, talking about all things <laughs> greater Cincinnati, northern Kentucky, Indiana, you name it, um, uh, as those results uh, start rolling on in. So we appreciate that very much. Good luck filling time tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's gonna be I, know. I have a feeling there's going to be lots to talk about. But uh, Kristen, thanks. I appreciate that very much. Um, you know, and, and uh, we, you know, we talk about this, Jeremy, as, you know, as we are rolling into Election Day and we've been looking ahead to this day for so, so long, it's coming at the same time that many of our northern Kentucky counties are also seeing a spike in COVID cases, which is making some people very concerned. Um, mm -hmm. And so even Campbell counties right now are classified in the red zone. Um, so that's the highest level of, of the severity of COVID spread across uh, Kentucky. So the, again, those two counties right now are averaging like 
27.5 daily cases per 100,000 people in Campbell County and in Kenton County, the average is 26.7. They want that number down a little bit. It's on the rise. And so what they're saying is um, at this point, uh, and you hear churches making the decision to go back online, those sorts of things. The state is recommending working from home, government going virtual and when possible, avoiding as much as possible uh, outside the home and no gatherings of any size. In relation to election day, what this means is you may need to wait a little bit longer. If you are going to vote on election day, they have to sanitize. There's going to be, uh, it's just going to be a little bit uh, different than in years past. They say, if you can bring your own pen, if you use a paper ballot, bring your own pen, those sorts of things. So just uh, be aware as you head out tomorrow on election day. Yep. And wear your mask, just wear a yep. mask. It's not political, just wear a mask. It helps. <laughs> it and it's helps. required inside the building. So yes, yes. You don't want to forget your mask. They, there's a funny SNL sketch on the weekend where they, <laughs> they took forever to get to the polling place and then didn't have a mask. So uh, be sure to, to take your mask with you. Um, good news. We got some good news though. Uh, the airfares at CVG led to the best ever ranking from the Department of Transportation. This is awesome. For the second quarter, CVG ranked number 92 out of the top 100 um, U.S. airports and the best of all airports in our region. In this case, uh, the lower the number, the better. 92 means it had the eighth lowest airfares of the top 100. So that means we are sitting pretty here in uh, our region. CVG's average fare is uh, $215. That's 34% lower than this time last year. Um, and the national average is around $259. So let's wear those masks. Let's get those numbers down and let's get on vacation because I know we all need it right about now. Would be very nice. Uh, and good news coming for the Northern Kentucky Community Action Commission, which, you know, at this time of year, as we approach the winter and we approach, you know, we've all been feeling the effects of COVID, but, uh, you know, those who are in need feel it even more than most. And so there's a new fund now to help families become more self-sufficient. Now, this is in partnership, so that's the NKCAC with the Horizon Community Funds. And NKCAC has seen this big uh, increase in demand for the, their wraparound services there. They help families gain uh, the skills and knowledge and direction to become economically independent. And it is difficult at times. So this is a new way, if you'd like to donate money, to kind of earmark it for that. And Horizon Community Funds is helping out with that. So good news there. Is another one of my favorite type of stories. It's got alcohol in it. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Ludlow, uh, they will soon be getting a new entertainment district. Um, I'm sure that uh, Bur our friends down at Burkus had something to do with this, but it will allow for open container um, containers of alcoholic beverages to be carried outdoors within the designated area, and it will be at Ludlow Central Bus Business District along Elm Street between Kenner and uh, Purnell Streets. Um, beverages would be sold in plastic cups, approved by the city, and Ludlow's ordinance is similar to those passed by Covington and recently in Bellevue. Um, this is awesome. It'll be great. You know, when you when you got to stay outside and social distance and stuff, mm -hmm. better to do it than a than a, a business district like this down I in Ludlow. Ludlow is slept on. It is such a cute uh, little area with shops and restaurants and bars mm -hmm. and coffee shops. You name it. And uh, yeah, this is gonna be a great way to get people down there. So good news there. Uh, speaking of, of outdoor drinking, Jeremy, you know why <laughs> you love that segue. Before I forget, tonight I'm actually going to Braxton. They're um, starting their igloos. They're, you're gonna start oh, to yeah. reserve them. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna test those out tonight. Maybe I'll report back to you next week. I'll tell you what's really cool about this is that you reserve them and then the money it costs to reserve them, they apply toward your drinks. Right. Yeah. Which so it's essentially it's free, and in many places it costs like I mean I'm not exaggerating 
hundreds of dollars in some of these like rooftop hotels and such um, in Cincinnati to reserve igloos, not so at Braxton. So again, listen, I'm, I'm on your side. I am going to take, you know, I, I, I'm going to do this for you. This is, I, I have no interest in, in going out and drinking delicious beer, Jeremy. This yeah. is all for the, for, for Northern Kentucky. Well, you know, <laughs> and some people were worried about them when they first these things because it's like you know you're taking the in the outdoors indoor but if you actually truly follow the guidelines and go mm -hmm. with your party that you're quarantining with anyway right. right i think it's safer because you can actually be in a little bubble inside of a, a exactly. bar and, and stay and, safe yeah, and they're and, you know they're sanitizing the oh, heck the, out and that's what so. so you have to reserve time and in between yeah. they will sanitize everything yeah. and uh, look it, at the very least it's a good way to get us out there and and help out local businesses too. Um, speaking of Covington, that's of course down the igloos are going to be at the rooftop at uh, Braxton on in Covington. Covington has just banned natural hair discrimination. This has gotten national publicity. Um, it's, it's called the Crown Act, and it means creating a respectful and open world for natural hair, specifically for black women being able to wear their natural hair. Um, it forbids race-based discrimination based on hair, hair texture, hair style, and head coverings. So um, Commissioner Michelle Williams celebrated its passing, which by the way, it passed five, it was unanimous, five, five nothing. Uh, to uh, so it uh, she wore her natural hair to the virtual meeting and said, you know, I'm doing this in support of all the other women who have not been able to in the past. And so uh, it's the first city in Kentucky coming to the first city in Kentucky uh, to pass that uh, that ordinance. So good for yeah, them. We're, we're lucky to have Covington because they are always leading the way on yeah. um, those discrimination policies and mm -hmm. stuff and, and fixing all that stuff. I saw that uh, over the weekend during the football they uh, had that filmmaker who used to be an NFL player who had that movie and this is, he's all about this and that's, that's, that's his big cause. So it's, yes. it's awesome to see Covington like really leading the way on, on yeah. a big national policy like that. Alrighty. The Carnegie, Oh, I love the Carnegie. They're showcase student art representing COVID, uh, COVID 19's impact. Um, students who missed out on having their art displayed and exhibit exhibit. Poof, can't talk today. Um, because of COVID, are getting a second chance. Two uh, new exhibits at the Carnegie featuring pieces from uh, um, high schoolers in our area. Uh, one exhibit is the same again, just uh, opened yesterday. The gallery also have work from students in uh, Kentucky, um, the Kentucky Governor's School of Arts. So you can go see the pieces from two to four on Saturday and Sunday. Got to support the Carnegie. Got to support that local art. And it's nice and big and open in there so you can stay distanced and apart from yeah, and, and what a great opportunity for for students who miss out let's be fair on almost all of spring they yeah. get to have an exhibit and uh you know a, a short amount of time to to be seen in a professional exhibit like that and in a gallery like that it's really cool yeah. jeremy you know what it's time for don't you it's time for the <laughs> Alrighty, um we've got so much going on at the chamber right now um for the hr people we've got workforce safety forum um about COVID-19 and safe restarts. Um, we also have a HR 100, which is about leading and managing in a remote work environment, all things that our HR people are trying to figure out right now. Um, and then our big, huge event of the year, the annual celebration presented by Fifth Third Bank, that is gonna be on the 12th. Make sure you get your registrations in there for that. You do not wanna miss it. It's a great program. We've been working on it tirelessly for the past month. 
it is going to be awesome. Um, and then on the 16th, we have our Women's Initiative Virtual um, Connect Hour. Those have been super successful. We've had lots of people attending those. So if you're a woman and um, you want to get to know some people, check that out. It's really fun. They do Zoom breakout rooms, and it's, it's a great way to meet people. Um, and then next is our big eggs and issues of the year. It's the Regional Economic Outlook. That one's always highly attended when we're in person. Janet Hare is going to be there. going to be talking about all the uh, the things we probably don't want to talk about but need to talk about and uh, what, what the regional economic outlook is going to be. And then on the 19th, we have our business after hours um, sponsored by Frost Brown Todd. It's another great networking thing. So if you're not a woman or if you're a woman and you want to come uh, network with some more uh, network again on the 19th, you want to check that out. And that's what we've got going on around the chamber. Pretty busy as we approach the end of the year. Uh, and so, yeah, lots to do, lots of networking as well. All right, Jeremy, thank you. Hey, stick with us. Like we said, you know, I'll, you know, I, the numbers just came out. I found these remarkable, Jeremy. Only about 35% of people in Kentucky are working from home. That's hard to believe. Wow. I feel like there's a lot more than that. But if you're one of those people who are about to transition back into work and you're wondering like, okay, how does this cleaning process work? What do I need to do? Our next guest is just for you. So stay tuned. We'll hear more from Scioto Services when the Northern Kentucky Spotlight returns. CBG right. Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region for with, with 54 non-stop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at cvgairport.com. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Right now, we are shining that spotlight on Scioto Services, and Amy Rasmussen is joining us now uh, to tell us all about Scioto Services. So, Amy, first of all, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, you guys are a Sharonville company, national company, but locally headquartered in Sharonville. Tell us what you do. So we are a cleaning service provider. Uh, we do cleaning for facilities, um, everything from commercial office space, manufacturing, education, healthcare, uh, basically everything that is in the commercial space. Well, uh, there's really nothing more important right now than cleaning as we all return back to whatever normal looks like. Let's talk about that and how your the scope of what you do has changed since COVID hit. Sure. So, you know, we, we're certainly proud to be in the spotlight. Um, you know, customers used to see cleaning as something that was more of a fairy tale concept. Um, get it done, but we don't want to see it. <laughs> so, you know, pushing a janitor cart through a hallway is, is not the image we really think of or, or desire in a class A office space before COVID, right? Mm -hmm. um, so again, perception, it's, it's all changed. Um, before, no one really wanted to pay us to wipe down a doorknob. You know, that was an unseen task. It was an unseen service. It just wasn't something we did. And now all those things are, are being added back into scopes of work um, that really we only saw in the medical space. Mm -hmm. um, and, and now it's it's also coming into the light of uh, back to what I had said about before. Instead of somebody being in the in the background and and, and kind of hidden, we're actually being asked to make sure they are seen. So we're presenting them at certain times of the day so that customers, employees um, can see that they're being taken care of and, and feel more comfortable in, in the facilities that they're in. 
we've spoken with restaurants that have seemingly gone through the same thing and are very, you know, nice restaurants don't, you don't want somebody wiping down a table next to you, but now you do, you want to see those things happen. So um, how has, you know, your um, uh, kind of labor had to, to maneuver and, and pivot like the rest of us as well, but especially within that cleaning space to make sure that they're doing all the things that they need to be doing, but also visibly doing. Sure. Well, you know, cleaning is, is traditionally defined as an unskilled labor. So just think of that for a moment, that this is an unskilled labor. And now we're pushing in all, all these, these things that need, need to be known by the person that's, that's providing the service. So um, think about what, what's on the um, EPA list that kills COVID. You know, first of all, we have to make sure that, that we're um, providing the right chemicals. Then there's dwell times. So now we're, we're teaching our quote unskilled laborer to be mindful of the time that they're applying the disinfectants that they're using. Uh, there's PPE requirements, there's documentation requirements. They're changing their scopes of work on, on a very regular basis because of the occupancy levels that are changing in our, in our buildings that we're servicing. And, and you know our customers are navigating through that with us of, you know, we had we had a thousand people. Now we have two hundred and fifty people, but all the restrooms are still open. So, right. how much do we need in here to clean now? So it's 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 been a kind of a moving target for for our labor pool, um, and they've handled it well. Um, you know, they've really been up to the challenge. But it's it's really when we hear the essential worker um, term, you know, it, it it really is our staff. And what what we've been excited to see is how many companies. Have, have come to us and wanted to recognize our folks on their job sites. So that's, that's something we've been very happy to see. They've, they've been um, spotlighted on social media. They've received bonuses from the companies. Wow. Uh, appreciation for them. So it's been good. And I, I, I would imagine, you know, they're on those front lines and, and hearing from employers and companies and all of that. What, you know, how uh, are they being received? Obviously very, very well uh, being, you know, given bonuses and social media attention and all of that for all the work that they do that again, may have gone under the radar before all this happened. Right, right. And, you know, it's one of those things, it's like, um, you know, we kind of wondered at first, who, who's gonna want to do this? You know, are, are, are we gonna have trouble finding people? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the staff we had, uh, really stepped up to the challenge. They, they underwent some extensive COVID uh, training. So we have a response team and um, we, we've always had people to mobilize when, when we've had, had issues like that. Um, but that was another learning curve for, for them and for us was what to do in a confirmed mm -hmm. case, a suspected case. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's been a challenge to, to figure out where, where all those boundaries are and, and they've been very flexible in, in figuring that out. And, and we've, we have a um, director uh, of infectious disease. So he's, he's kind of our, our leader of our medical side of cleaning. So, so he naturally became our subject matter expert. Uh, so we, we've got the, the consultative piece behind us, the expertise and we know that's there to take care of them and they, they have that confidence as well. So that, that's helped a lot. You, you mentioned uh, before, or I did, that uh, you're headquartered uh, in Sharonville. So mm -hmm. 
that for for us Northern Kentuckians is across that Ohio Ocean, as we like to call it. Uh, tell me why it was important for an Ohio company, a uh, national company, but a, with an office in Ohio, um, to join the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. Well, I'll I'll tell you this. You know, I'm I'm in a sales role, so so a, a you know large part of my job is networking, and um, you know typically since we are national, we we have certain organizations that we join. Uh, you know, to network in our in our markets, typically those are more um, uh, professional organizations that are that are in their specific um, roles. You know, facility mm -hmm. management, uh, building owners, and so forth. So we don't traditionally uh, network in in chambers simply because there are so many in regions. Um, but this is an exception here, and the reason is, as, as a um, new business development person in, in this market, I had so many people mention Northern Kentucky Chamber, and you, you really should look into it. And, and what I found, and, and really why they, you know, why there was, was so much um, um, positive energy out there about it was all of the events that are offered. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's just such a wide range you know, I, I'm involved in a referral network. Um, we, we do that. I'm, I'm a member of the ambassadors uh, group. And, you know, just all, all the different events that, that can, um, you know, there's different times of day. You have your morning meetings, your after hours. There's just really something for everyone. And the content is just so meaningful, too. There's just so much to be gained uh, from a membership. So, um, yeah, I, I uh, actually pushed that up through our, our executive team and, and let them know that this was an exception here and it's, it's uh, certainly paid off. Well, we appreciate that. And it's great to know that all those events and resources, which by the way, during COVID have even increased, especially much more uh, frequently online, especially. Um, so we appreciate that as well. And this podcast is one of those ways that uh, we outreach and, and share and make sure um, all those events are happening. Uh, well, one uh, last question for you, Amy. Uh, what is the, you know, if people want to get in touch with you, where do they need to go? Who do they need to call? Sure, and, and, and I say this to, to chamber members, you know, we, we've learned a lot um, you know, in, in the past few months in the cleaning field, please, please reach out, out to me. I, I will treat you just like any customer. I mean, we're, we're chamber members together. So feel free to pick up the phone and give me a call if you just have some questions about re-entry or, or want to bounce, bounce some thoughts out. Uh, my number is 513-254-4650. That's my cell phone. Um, you can feel free to reach out to me there. Um, Email is amy.rasmussen, R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N, and that's at scioto-services.com. For those of you down here, Scioto's a river in Columbus. It's C-I-O-T-O. It's, it gets pronounced kind of crazy down here. So it's, it's uh, I always spell it. We remember it from the street by UC, or at least that's the way I do. Okay. So that's <laughs> the way to do it. Amy, thank you so much. Thanks for being a guest here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Thank you guys for listening and stick with us. We'll be right back on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. The Northern Kentucky Chamber helps our businesses grow. It's what we do. From marketing and advertising opportunities, like member of the day or being a guest on the NKY Spotlight podcast. We help our businesses grow by celebrating milestones with ribbon cutting and promoting to our massive social media followers. The Northern Kentucky Chamber provides resources that support business growth from startup stage to company maturity. For more information, visit nkychamber.com slash join us. Helping businesses grow. It's what we do.
And thanks for sticking with us here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. As always, thank you so much for listening, for watching. We want you to subscribe and share. Lots of great information today. Listen, we've got one more day, Jeremy. One more day until no more political ads, although Can't they do pay the bills in some cases. So we, we like those. Uh, but nonetheless, big, big day tomorrow. Yep. And that's about it for today, right? What's what's yeah. our wait, what's our guest next week? That's a great question. It is TBA. Still in the process mm -hmm. of firming okay. it up. Don't right. you well, fret. Don't you we, fret. We've got a lot. We've got a lot of people on the docket that we're that we're that's asking. So we just need to get get the right one scheduled in there. I think we got that's TBA. Exactly right. Up yeah, we're soon. we're real close. But yeah, yeah. so um, of course, you know, keep it right here. We will have the latest for you from around Northern Kentucky throughout uh, the week and next week here on the Spotlight. And as always, we want to thank CBG, our title sponsor, for making this happen. Make sure you give them some love and maybe hit share on this and, and make sure more folks know about the great stuff happening in Northern Kentucky. Jeremy, thank you for your hard work this week as always. Thank you. All right, we'll see you right back here next week on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight.